So you, you, you've got to be okay with it not being perfect. You know, it's just done is better than perfect. And that is the adage here. And um, I, I think it's kind of about getting off on the right foot through the day. And so it's kind of like, what is it you can do that's going to lead to good stuff through the day? You know, whether or not that's internal or socially or work or whatever. Welcome to the Grow Tribe. Hi, I'm Melissa McGowan, and I love that you're choosing growth. In this podcast, we shine a light on the diverse, messy, and real ways that you grow in leadership and life. We reflect, connect, and share what growth means to us. After two decades supporting growth in business, and of course my own, I firmly believe that where you go with your energy, time, focus, money, and precious resources, you actually grow. We're better together, so stay curious, stay awesome, join our tribe, and feel alive. I used to just make it through the week, limp towards the finish line, so pleased to see the weekend coming, and look back behind me fleetingly and wonder, what did I even achieve this week anyway? Then I popped my head up and I realized I was not alone. I've worked with thousands of leaders over two decades in business, and so many of them have have a similar experience, maybe not every week, but often enough for it to be a momentum disruptor. And I'm here to tell you that more is possible. I became my own chief energy officer, and you can too. Understand what the key ingredients are to perform at your peak and feel really vital in your life. I want you to have mojo, and I want you to have momentum. So take the Chief Energy Officer Assessment. It'll take you just a couple of minutes and it'll help you connect the dots on where you are and perhaps what that one area is for you to focus on to start your progress towards becoming your own Chief Energy Officer today. Today I am joined by three busy, or should I say dynamic, but very real senior leaders who share with us their morning rituals and habits, what they've built up over time very imperfectly and flexibly to set themselves up for a productive, energized and engaged day. So join me and Alex White, business manager from GSK, Toby Smith, director of sales at Mondelez International and Pete Fletcher, managing director of World Challenge Group. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Grow Tribe. So today I want to pick up on a topic that actually comes up frequently amongst our growers, both the people that come on this podcast and those that listen, which is about our routines and habits that help us find, well, what we're all that, that elusive energy, that mental capacity, that emotional energy, that calmness and that engagement that we're looking for in our work. And we're going to sort of hone in on how we start our days, knowing that if we can start on the right foot, that's more likely to help us throughout our day. And that is actually proven to be the case. And what's really interesting is for those who already have some form of routine, and we'll talk about what that could be because it's really, really flexible. But if you do have a routine and it is disrupted either by yourself or one of those uh, pesky managers who might be calling you too early in the day, it actually plays out negatively for you later in the day. You're less engaged and you make less progress, like your productivity takes a hit. 
So when we establish these routines, we kind of really need to protect them. And for me, it's been one of the simplest ways to make a change a little bit often equals a lot, which is you hear me talk about that. So the, one of the big ones for me over the years has been this idea of rolling, not scrolling. Now, I don't get it right every day. I've got to be honest. Actually, this morning, I didn't roll into my morning routine. I rolled downstairs and made pancakes and drank coffee and sat at the table with my kids. But most mornings, what I try and do is roll into a little bit of time for me because it's really the time of the day when I can do it. And I had to make that shift away from picking up my phone first and getting straight into responsiveness and the time and energy tide of others. And I did that for years. And then I had the phone in the room as the alarm and all of that sort of stuff. So, you know, I've got the the alarm clock from Kmart now and that helps. Like I don't actually need my phone. So I've talked about that on another podcast. But I guess what I'm saying is, you know, discipline and willpower are incredibly overrated. And I don't want to keep making decisions about what to do in the morning. You know, I know we often hear about famous people having four hours sleep and getting up at 4.30 in the morning and doing all these amazing routines. I think of politicians, business leaders, you know, Tony Robbins. I'm going to um, bring some real people into the mix today, some real people who are building real habits and having real challenges, just like we all are, as they navigate the soup of life. And I want to know what they do and what they've learned about themselves and how maybe they're increasingly making this connection between our energy and, well, pretty much everything. So I'm going to start with you, Alex. And just a simple question is like, what is your morning routine? If you have one, you know, what helps you fuel up for your day? One good thing I think about COVID is that the alarm clocks often went off. So we had a long period of time where maybe previously over a three-month period, I mean, it had been unheard of for me because I, I travelled for work and would have frequent trips to Tullamarine that I would ha- not get up and be told to get up by an alarm clock or the scrolling device, as you just mentioned. So I think just the fact that, you know, you can kind of go back to pre-alarm clock times and you can wake up when your body tells you to wake up. So I probably did... Um, fall into a bit of the trap of, right, I've got to get a routine, you know, I have to get up and, you know, do yoga at 5.30, which does have benefits when you do start the routine. But if you're trying to do that same thing every morning, I found that it life is not like that. It's inconsistent. I've got kids at home. My partner and I both work um, full time. We're both at home in the house. And so sometimes, you know, your body's telling you, you don't want to get up and you, today is not the day for 5.30 yoga. So I think um, getting okay with the inconsistency is actually probably a really good thing for your energy. And then just visually seeing your day and going, there's gaps in it with nothing in it and you don't need to fill it. When I have the habit at the start of the day and start well, that happens more often. When I don't, that happens less frequently. And what about you, Toby? Do you have a morning routine or some habits at the moment, and if so, what are they? I do have a routine. Uh, it's a new routine It's uh, that I started through COVID. Um, my routine, my alarm clock is my youngest son. Um, so he enters our bed at around 6, quarter to 6, nearly every morning. Actually, no, every morning. Uh, so my, my day starts with a, about a 10-minute cuddle with Henry, our youngest son. 
Um, so that's a good way to start the day. Um, and then the big shift for me has been exercise. Um, over the COVID period, uh, having a busy life, I made it a mission that exercise wasn't going to be compromised. And so five out of seven days, I now do some form of exercise. Um, I spent most of COVID on the coast, so I spent a lot of time riding bikes into coastal winds or, or running along beaches. Um, and the, the great thing that I took out of it was um, exactly to Alex's point, I started small. They were 3K runs and then 5K runs and then 10K. And I got to a point where I was able to run some half marathons just by myself in, in COVID, doing, being COVID friendly, of course, uh, or compliant. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of energy now goes into exercise for me and it really sets me up, uh, clears my head. I do a lot of thinking about work while I, I run, so I never run with people. I, I put on some really bad tunes and um, just think about um, not what's on for the day but just what's going on in my, my head. Um, I then would normally uh, read um, the news. I don't read emails until I'm ready to start work, so that's traditionally sort of, then I normally have always gone to a coffee shop to grab a caffeine hit and then my day of work uh, begins proper. And Pete, I know you have a dynamic global role. What's your morning routine like these days? Um, well, firstly, I'm, I'm a really big advocate of a morning routine. Like, And uh, I think historically um, I've sort of, in a way, been, I say lucky in the context of what we're talking about, in that I've either been traveling a lot, so had a lot of my own space, or I've been commuting. And, you know, that gives you a lot of time as well, certainly for, you know, mental input. So I've always had a pretty rigorous morning routine, but I sort of feel like right now is a really interesting time because it's totally been thrown on its head. And I feel like, therefore, it's kind of like a really interesting time for me to be asking this question and talking about it. So, and, and that is because I'm kind of breaking all the rules. I'm going to bed super late because I'm working late. And, you know, I sort of have an unusual day, which is not my natural fit. I'm a real morning person. Um, and so <clears throat> I've kind of been challenged uh, to, to adjust and, 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 and still, you know, come out productive and, and successful. So, um, and yeah, and I've learned a few things through it. I, I, so it's pretty simple what I do now. Like an, you know, just for context, um, we've all been through COVID. You know, I've been running an international travel organisation through COVID, so we're still going, but clearly very disruptive. But it means that I deal with a lot of different time zones, and, and that's the reason for the, the sort of fairly um, unusual uh, evening work. But um, what I do is pretty simple. So like the other guys, glass of water, and I, sque I always squeeze in a quarter of a lemon or lime into that. And I make one for my wife and one for myself. I um, I have some supplements, which includes uh, collagen, which is about balancing omega-6 and omega-3s and gut health and all the rest of it. And I always exercise. And um, it's not always the same exercise, but it's always something. So, you know, I sort of have... What I do when I want to sort of do more rigorous exercise in the garden, and I've 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 probably done these exercises on street corners in over a dozen countries or parks or you know literally I I can do it in a six meter square you know sort of area, sorry not six meter maybe thirty six 
36-foot uh, square area or something like that. Um, so I don't need a lot of space. So I, I can do it anywhere, but I just do it in the garden. But if my energy is low or if I, for example, I anticipate that I might be able, to be able to get a surf that day or something like that or I'm going to be exercising through my day, I'll just do yoga. And I literally just pair it back to about 10, 15 minutes of yoga. And I keep it real. And, th- and those days are the days I often contribute a little bit more um, to the family and maybe walking the kids to school and things like that because, um, you know, that's, a, that's the kind of rhythm of that day. So I'm pretty um, sort of rigorous now that, you know, for me, uh, exercise is the kind of keystone habit. And while I, I totally think that it's about nourishing kind of ideally body and mind and soul probably, and historically for me, that's been a kind of exercise, a bit of, you know, personal development and probably a bit of meditation at times as well. That's totally unrealistic for me right now. And therefore, for me, exercise is the big one. I'd love to hear some more about the benefits that you find, physical, even mental uh, and emotional is what I'm hearing. So talk to us a little bit more about those. And it's been a really um, game-changing, changing habit for me. Um, I've probably always been a bit heavier than I am now. Um, so I'm a lot, I'm sleeping significantly better. Um, I'm a lot more in tune with myself, my body, and, and you know, if it needs to rest or, or if it needs to get out in the wind and ride a bike. Um, and I'm probably finding professionally that I'm a, a, a lot more calmer and have a perspective about life in general. So it's something that I'm pretty um, passionate about now. And, and I know if I break it, um, I've, I've broken it a couple of times in the last 14 months, and I know when I'm not feeling right. So it's, um, it's certainly helped me get clear about myself, both physically and mentally. My husband and I'll take the dog for a walk. First thing, like off you go and you're back at home by 7.15, but you've, you've been in the great outdoors 20 minutes. Um, and if I've taken the time to have a look at what I've got on for the day, the week, it sets me up much better for the day because it probably gives me time. One thing I've noticed in the last couple of months, it gives me time to cancel what I don't need to go to. So there's a, we've just found time to um, like invent time almost. It's like let's how many teams meetings can we cram into a one-hour period with how many different people? Whereas now if I have a good start to the day, I will actually go, right, what do I honestly, what do I not need to be on today? Yeah, it's amazing because that you've literally almost outlined – what is a a great model that I love. It's called the performance pyramid. And it's by a guy called Jim Lua, who's a performance psychologist, but it's got that idea of like, we recharge our battery starting with the physical. So the, the, the movement and the sleep being that the foundation of how we recharge our energy and, you know, this idea of renewal, and then that leads into the emotional benefits. So, So like you said, you know, reflection, unlocking perspective, um, feeling calmer, that comes with, you know, the they're, they're interconnected and sort of then that goes up into our mental battery recharge and, and eventually up into that idea of purpose and what is our reason for, for being. Um, how are you handling this at work in terms of sharing what you do with your teams and perhaps, you know, setting that leadership tone from the top? Yes, you said about making sure the team were aware. So we created a WhatsApp group. Um, mm. And so we were very public um, and we are, you know, we're very transparent as an organisation now. And, and again, through COVID, you know, we'd have people uh, at lunchtime going to the driving range and hitting golf balls at, when we're at that level or, or out and about. And it certainly um, 
from a leadership perspective, I think it certainly made it okay for people to break up their their day because I think we we encourage our people big time to get out and and still. You know, at three o'clock, if you want to go for a run, go for a run. If you want to go and hit some golf balls, hit some golf balls. It's so it's so good to hear that, right? Because I think there's a lot of pressure on individuals to be looking after themselves. But if the company and someone in a senior role like you, if the company's coming to the party, then actually the data's showing, you know, increase like twenty percent plus in mental, um, uh, you know, mental health, physical mm. health, and performance. I think the other knock-on benefit of having the habit and focusing on your energy is you notice when it's not happening for other people. So if you're in a leadership position, if you're investing time in it yourself and if the organisation you work for is putting their money where their mouth is and they're they're backing this approach to their employees, when people are, are falling through the gaps and they're not looking after themselves, you become more aware of it. So you can help people avoid getting in the... Um, you know, not focusing on the energy situation from their self um, and probably intervene and help people earlier, which, as you said, that's going to add into that 20%, you know, which ultimately comes back to performance, um, which, you know, if we're honest, a lot of large organisations. It's a dual accountability, Mm. isn't it? It's sort of like, um, you know, I was with a group of 20 women in a leadership program last week. It's like the organisation's giving you these tools and support. You know, they want you to prioritise your energy. You actually need to give yourselves permission yeah. You know, so it becomes sort of incumbent upon us to try and really see leadership as managing our energy and optimizing our stamina and our capacity and orienting it to the to the stuff that's most important. Mm-hmm. And and what do you find when you're out there in the elements unlocks around maybe a different perspective or way of thinking? Have you made that connection between the counterintuitive move of when there's a million things I could be doing, I'm going out running and then I hear kind of what might drop in when I'm doing that. Yeah, no, I mean, I think my, my clarity of thought, maybe it's because I'm, you know, deep breathing and sort of struggling climbing up a hill but or running up a hill, but I just find my thoughts are so clear in my head. Um, and so I don't, I try not to solve the day-to-day problems it's it's the more strategic stuff that's going on in the business or personal life but predominantly in the more professional space of you know how's engagement going within the business and how the team feeling what are the big watchouts and they're rolling two or three quarters um how are we going against our more strategic initiatives versus uh you know we've got a meeting this today that needs to be incredibly effective so i I've sort of got to that point and I know, you know, reading a few books, just listening and listening to leaders that, you know, they finding that moment in every day where you get to really have a clear thought, um, you know, creates better leadership. And, and that's for me is, um, you know, going for a 40 minute run or going for a two hour bike ride. Um, it, it's, it's addictive. Um, and, and again, it's half of sort of, getting out of bed and, and um, going for a run, it doesn't come naturally or easily to me. Um, but the, the adrenaline um, of the run, but also the adrenaline of the clear thoughts, it sort of has mashed together to sort of create this um, behaviour for me that sort of it's necessary three, four, four times a week. Yeah, it's, it's like that disruptor of why people have great ideas sometimes in the shower, like when we just step away a little bit and I'm guessing um you know I know you manage a lot of a big a big crew 
It's great role modeling. Um, I hope you're not doing this by stealth, you know, is that you're making it. And I'm sure people are commenting on the fact that you look great and, and that they can, you know, we respond to each other's energy, right? Yeah. So your energy and, and you might be now running a half marathon. Great. But again, I'll remind those listening, there's something called the movement wheel, which is great. It's sort of like it's a dial where you've got one round to 10. And for some people, it might be, I'm just going to walk up to the cafe each morning and get that coffee. And then over time that, you know, that moves around to kind of the couch to 5K and, and beyond. So, you know, starting where you are is is huge. Is those New Year's resolutions don't work because we don't really have a clear motivation. Like you've now got a, a real why yeah. for, for what, for what you're doing. And I'm guessing how you want to show up and the energy you want to bring to your leadership is connected to that in the context of other things in your life. But I just put that out there for people to think about is, you know, when we start a habit, um, without really understanding why, you know, it's really hard to, to continue to, to stick with it. I think. Yeah. For those who are listening who are like, this all sounds great, but I am, you know, just struggling to get started, what might you recommend? With simplicity and starting small, I would, um, I suppose I'd just add that it's, for me, it's, you know, emphasizing flexibility and the fact that things come out of left field, you might have a sick child or something at work or whatever it is. So you, you, you've got to be okay with it not being perfect. You know, it's just done is better than perfect. And that is the adage here. And um, I, I think it's kind of about getting off on the right foot through the day. And so it's kind of like, what is it you can do that's going to lead to good stuff through the day? You know, whether or not that's internal or socially or work or whatever. And, and that's why I think this idea of, okay, well, you know, as we learn more about ourselves, we, we, we understand what those things are going to be. And it's kind of, certainly we've kind of all mentioned exercise. And for me, because I'm a morning person, that's my optimal time. And so I know that if I exercise then, that actually the rest of the day, you know, I, I just know that I'll be able to fit in some nourishing, like if I want to do some personal development or if I want to um, have some reflection or, or walk the dog or whatever it is, I know that I'm going to be able to get that. But I might not be able to go and get sort of, hot and sweaty or you know just you know do do the bit that I've got to do it early or I don't do it and and that's why partly I think it's that real keystone for me and so my my recommendation would be super simple 10 minutes I think is a great a great sort of thought and and try to use the time in a way that's going to be like a virtuous circle it would be yeah start small 10 minutes don't don't put yoga in it don't put meditation in it just find 10 minutes uh, alone is a brilliant word for 2021. Thing for me was to start small. I've tried this a few times where um, day one you go out and you try and run uh, for an hour or, you know, you stretch yourself way too far. I think the luxury of COVID was that um, time, we all had time. And so the, the ability to start small and just build on it Um you know, for me, from an exercise, just even having a go and watch so that I could track some of my performance really helped um, to push me along as well. Um, but I think it, it's almost what Alex said is just starting small um, was probably the biggest difference of being successful this time versus the last probably 30 times I've attempted to get to this place before where you sort of go, right, I'm going to start a new year, I'm going to get fit, I'm going to eat well, 
and you're you know within you're either in the physio because you've pulled a hammy or you just give up after um, a couple of weeks so yeah I think it was just starting small and enjoying it. Yeah, so there's a, there's some definite themes coming up here around flexible, but more often than not something. Um, exercise being the foundation, and while some of these other sort of emotional and mental mental recharging, you know, be it meditation, you said body, mind, and soul, like that is all um, absolutely great. But the foundation is the movement and the and the sleep. Amazing. Thank you all so much. I love that there's been, you know, this has been un, unplanned, but there is a theme. Like, let's start small, let's make it easy, let's keep it flexible and recognize that, um, as you said, like good is, um, you know, what is it? Done is better than perfect or, you know, this is a real kind of progress, not perfection situation here. And as leaders, we just have to protect our energy. Like it's too important. There's so many people relying on us. And what we do at the start of the day, I think has a pretty big bearing. We could talk about how we sustain our energy during the day. We could talk about evening routines, but I'm just going to leave everyone here in the Grow Tribe to think about what is that one simple thing that you can do. And yes, there may be something to overcome around getting out of bed or whatever, but what is that one thing that you know is going to help you Bring the energy that you want later in your day, whether that is confidence, whether that is calm, whether that is connected, curious, like, you know, what, what we do in the morning really impacts how we show up and how we show up affects everything in our performance and our leadership. So thank you to my three guests today. Um, I hope you have an amazing energetic afternoon and evening and keep up the great work with your morning routines. Thanks for sharing so generously with the Grow Tribe. Thanks so much for being here and being part of the Grow Tribe. It would be amazing if you shared this podcast with others at home, at work, gave it a rate and review in Apple Podcasts and shared any ideas about what you want to hear more about or who you want to hear from. I love to hear your updates. If you're interested in learning about how to become a Chief Energy Officer, you're looking to fuel your impact and your performance, could be you, could be your team, have a look at the link in the show notes about where to start. And as always, drop me an email if you're looking for any support or you've got any insights that you want to share on growth it's melissa m-e-l-i-s-s-a at go to grow.com.au thanks everyone